Tonight on the podcast, we're talking about Deadpool 3 finally getting a director. Sony bringing God of War to TV. Maybe we're getting Blade a little bit sooner than we thought. Our reaction to the Obi-Wan, control, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer. All that and so much more on tonight's episode of the Absinthe Podcast. Max, let's, let's get it started. Hit. It is Friday night in Phoenix, and you are locked in to the premier pop culture podcast in all of the land, the Absolute Geek Podcast. I am Matt. I'm Lance. I am Obi-Wan Controller. Let's crack one open for the boys and have a good show, boys. Oh, I already how's, opened how's, mine. How's it been I can wait. How's, how's it going? It's going well, man. Uh, really easy day at work. That was nice. Books. Another didn't really Friday have for much of anything. To your ear holes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been good. Lance uh, was kind enough to help me pick up a new desk today. I got a really slamming deal on a good desk. And uh, yeah, it's nice. As you can, if you're watching, you can actually see my decorations behind me. It's so exciting because my camera can face the direction I want it to. He says decorations. My decorations. Mm. Not Shut up. Art. My nerd art. <laughs> my nerdorations. <laughs> nerdorations. Man, it's been a. It just felt like this week was never going to end. Dude, it did it feel like a really long that, week. Yeah. It felt that way to me, too. It was so freaking. Yeah, it was just a long week. Now, I have all next week off. Yay, me. Really? Oh, that's right. I, I know why. Anna's getting surgery. Yeah. yeah. So it's not necessarily the best reason. Which, me being on the show, we might have to play by ear. I don't know how she's going to feel for me to take three hours away from it's just hernia surgery it's no big deal she's really worried about picking up the kids like been there done that she can't she can't she won't be able to lift over 10 or yeah over so like what am pounds. i what is she supposed to do for three hours that's why you got other kids you oldest pick up the youngest you just go down the line man that's why you have like an army of like 20 kids man. i've seen <laughs> it hey your second oldest, William, he's great. He tried to pick up James the other day. I was holding him around the neck. It was great. For real? Uh, no. no. <laughs> I was going to yeah, say. <laughs> actually, yes, but it was an accident. He was like trying to pick him up and like help him dunk the basketball on that uh, little hoop thing you guys have in the backyard. Because yeah. he saw me picking James up and like having him dunk it. And he's like, oh, I want to try. And then he couldn't like support him. And James started slipping. And he's like, ah! <laughs> look, I was right there. I, you know, we were, it was all good. That is called the uh, you will go to sleep or I will put you to sleep. <laughs> yes, that is exactly what that's called. Yep. Yep. Um, so your your baby Matt's what? Eight weeks yesterday. She is going to be. Yeah. Eight weeks yesterday. She's going to be two months on Saturday. That's crazy. It feels like flies, just man. yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah. It goes by. It goes by so fast. And like a trooper, Matt was back on the podcast like two weeks after, the, not even after the baby was born. Yeah, I think Max and I took chat. off like a year. <laughs> I, I was in the chat like the night, the night, or the day after she was born because yeah, they were both sleeping. And he I just was, can't be away. away from you guys, man. He he wants to. We got to keep this. Uh, we got to keep this trainer rolling. And that dedication is why next week we got a sponsor. Yeah, big things happen in the world of Absolute Geek, man. It's freaking awesome. Keep that train rolling, son. Absolute sponsored. You can't can't ever take a week off. You got to keep it rolling. So 
Yeah. Are we allowed but, to say who the sponsor is, or we got to wait till next week? Um, I, I, don't I don't know what the rules. See why are. it matters? No, it doesn't really matter. So I just got. So we don't have like the official um, stuff that we're supposed to really say about. But what I can say is Manscaped, our new sponsor. The stuff they like, they they treat their people well. They sent us some cool stuff, you know. Yep, I've you already guys used all seen of it. it. I was down there sniffing Lance's balls earlier. They smelled amazing. <laughs> you live down there, so <laughs> <laughs> he you're not telling me anything anybody. Yeah, you're not telling anybody anything they didn't already expect. Right? <laughs> no, dude. It like they when that box came. I'm like, oh, dude, I thought I was going to get, like, a T-shirt and, like, you know, some, like, deodorant or something like that. No, dude. They went all out. They sent us, like, the primo stuff that they offer. And I, so far, I'm pretty impressed. So I'm super excited. Next week, uh, we will have a sponsor. Just got to use the product to make sure that uh, we approve of it before we put it on the show and put it out to you guys. So we'll have the discount code and all that next week. So super excited for that we're gonna make it a banger of a show yeah big things happening in the world of agp do you guys have anything exciting happen to you guys this week other than getting a new desk or then going on i got my batman chair yeah batman chair i i I got an i got a job offer last friday it's part of the reason i wasn't on the show that's better than my chair I officially <laughs> accepted the offer on Monday. So, yes, I'm very excited. I don't start until April 1st, but I accepted the offer on Monday, and I'm really, really excited. So, yes, big things definitely happening. There you go. Anything on your end? No, same day, same shit, different day here, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need a change in my life. Something's got to give, right? But we do yeah, have man, big things happening it, here, so. Did what? It it changes when you when you want it to change, right? That's kind of like you put change into the world, and I've been waiting for nine years for change. So <laughs> we're gonna see. We'll see what happens. I'm a firm believer of uh, good change. Though. Good change universe. that positively affects my family, not negatively affects my family. Well, dude, you have had some changes. Yeah. You've had some change, like positive changes in your life that have given you a family. True. So, like, there's the, you've. You know, you know, the mat that we knew two years ago is totally different than the mat we know today for Absolutely. the better. You know what change has been the most significant, though, this week for me? The fact that I don't have any more change because of the gas prices. <laughs> oh, uh, God. That has been wonderful. Having to spend California prices on my gas. I, I, I can't even imagine if you live in California. I think it's like seven bucks in some places. That's awful. Dude, it was it was six dollars when it was like only three fifty here. It was over six bucks, so it's gotten yeah, close to ten. I'm over here like I'll ex- I'm over here. All- yeah, well, yes, but I'm over here still saying, "Well, this is great. I got this promotion at work. I'm getting more money." Oh no, it's all being spent on freaking gas. Yeah. <laughs> like- yeah. So today we went to my corporate office to go pick up Max, um, his desk because he really liked mine. So I took him out there in my suburban. I said, "Dude, I'll take you out there. You are paying every drop of my gas." Which, by the way, I think you paid me too much. Well, then we'll figure it out later. <laughs> Send him a bill. I didn't realize how much you handed me. And Anna goes, yeah, he paid you too much. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you can buy me some food later. I don't know. Yeah. We'll figure it out. 
we're, we're good. So yeah, but dude, gas to fill up my suburban probably costs one hundred and twenty dollars. Size fucking tank does that thing have? It's a big one. It's bigger than than the truck than the trucks of the same size, just because they can fit a bigger one in there. Do you have a Costco but, membership? Go to Costco. I do, but Costco's not close, so I'll waste the gas driving to yeah, Costco. Yeah, that's not a savings going to Costco. Too yeah, far. I might as well to pay them extra here and not drive. But Costco's going to be down the road from us here pretty soon. They're building one just down the street. We filled up Aaron's uh, Explorer last night. It was like 70, 70 bucks. Oh, de- then mine's definitely going to cost 120 We We traded in the Explorer for our Suburban. She's got like a 16-gallon tank in hers. Yeah, Jeez, I think yeah. mine's like a 27-gallon uh, tank or something. For, for the longest time, for the last, I don't even know, since like 2010, I have usually it costs me about 40 bucks to fill up my tank. Sometimes less when the gas prices are better, 30 bucks, 35. Cuz I you know, I've got like a Honda Civic and a Honda CRV. The tanks aren't that big. They're like what, 12, 13, 14 gallons maybe. And then then the other day I go fill up my tank on like $52. It's just crazy. Oh, That's wish. like a lot. More. I, I know, I know. Compared to some people, not My Suburban as has bad. a 31 gallon tank. I just looked it up. Oof. Jesus Christ. That's a big tank. Yes. Yeah. I haven't spent $100 on a tank of gas since I was a teenager when my parents had me driving their Suburban around. That was expensive. Well, when it when it takes a gallon of gas just to go a mile, then you need a big gas tank. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Well, literally this week I was looking at Teslas. I'm like, I can't afford one. But I was looking, thinking maybe maybe they're not as expensive as I thought. You can. The Model 3 is pretty affordable. I think it was like 50000 still when I was looking at it. No, you can get one for thirty five. Okay. Just make monthly payments. Who cares? Well, yeah. Well, y- yeah, yeah. I would. I don't have that kind of money. I don't have forty grand to just drop all at one time. So, yeah, all the hidden costs, dude. Like you're probably you're probably getting close to fifty thou. Like when you think about all the hidden costs you got to do. Yeah. Like putting that converter in your house and all that other shit. They're, they're, it's expensive, man. I'm thinking about buying that Ford Maverick. We talked about that. Yeah, that's actually way more affordable than I was thinking. Starts I'm not in the market grand. for a new car, but I am in the I market, am. though, to finally get a deck in my Civic. I mean, it's not like it's a nice car. I thought I... you said something else. <laughs> no, a deck. D-E-C-K. I, said, I thought you said, I'm in the mood to get some dick. Is what no. no. He's always in the mood for that dick. <laughs> so I said, the oh, fuck you say? <laughs> Nope, definitely didn't say that. <laughs> he likes that big sloppy yuck. <laughs> oh, I did have another exciting thing. I canceled my Cox. So talking about dicks and cock, Ooh, I canceled no. my Cox membership and switched to a Mediacom for half the freaking price. So that's exciting. Are you on it right now or are you still using your Cox? No, I still have Cox until the end of the month and then I'll be on mm-hmm. Mediacom starting in April. But rather than 130 months, no, it's it's cable. It's cable, really? and everyone here in my neighborhood says it works great. So I'm like, okay, I can pay seventy bucks for a, a for Gigablast, where right now I'm paying hundred and thirty for five hundred megs. So, I would switch to MediaCom if they offered it in my neighborhood. It's considerably cheaper than Cox. yeah. They, they have data the speeds. They have data limits, but you want to know what they are? Six terabytes. I'm never going to get six terabytes on Cox. I have unlimited, but I only use two. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, I'm. If, if, as long as it works, as long as it works, I'll be, I'm going to be very happy because 70 bucks instead of 130. No contract? 
no contract. I can cancel at any time. So if it's that's, that's awful, amazing. I'll just go back to the Cox, I guess. Which I don't want to, but I'm sure you will always find your way back to the Cox. <laughs> you can get like a whole gallon of gas in the savings. Right. <laughs> Yo, what up, Patrick? Thanks for stopping in. What's going on? What's what good, up, buddy? everyone? All right. Well, without further delay, it's nice catching up with everyone. Uh, but let's get into a little bit of little geek news here. Geek news, geek news. We really need a theme song. We say it every week. We just need to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... Or we need to get a sponsor to do it. There you go. Our leadoff story tonight is Amazon has ta- and Sony are partnering to bring us a God of War television show. If you're a big fan of the game franchise, I'm super stoked for this. There's so much good lore and, and stuff with the God of War games. Uh, interested to see how it transitions to TV. What do you, as a resident gamer guy, Max? What do you What do you think? I'm skeptical. I'm skeptical. Um, Amazon, for the most part, hasn't let me down. I've loved pretty much everything they've released, but Wheel of Time is really off the mark, and so I just it just gives me pause. Even though Reacher is amazing, Hannah was great. Lord of the Rings, I think, looks pretty good. I don't know. I just wheel of time. The boys makes me. The boys, obviously, yeah, amazing, amazing show. Um, well, who's upload. I'm it? watching upload season two. That's really good. Anyway, that's out. Yeah, it came out today. Oh shit! I'm only one episode in, but it's pretty good. Um, so I'm who's... I'm looking forward to this if it happens, but I'm just skeptical because the only other fantasy series they've done so far wasn't the best. Who who uh, who's producing it? I don't know. I thought this was just a rumor so far. I don't think it's confirmed yet. No, it's or am I uh, wrong? I'm pretty sure it's confirmed. confirmed. Yeah, it's confirmed. Oh, it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I think PlayStation's doing some interesting stuff here. I mean, Uncharted was good. They've got The Last of Us TV show. They've got I feel like HBO would have been a better place to put God of War, but I'm hoping that it ends up great. I'm just I'm not sure what's going to happen. It seems like a video game, you, there's always that old adage that video go, game movies suck. Video games don't transition to movies well. And I'm interested to see if that same goes for television shows because we got Halo coming. We've got Last of Us coming. Um, we have Uncharted's in theaters. That's not really a show, but you know, now God of the potential for God of War. Um, I, I'm hoping that transition is, is smoother, smoother from games to tv than games to movies because i feel like you got a little bit more breathing room doing it episodically instead of trying to fit in an hour to two hour movie um so it just depends on which which route of god of war do we get do we get like the original games or are we going to go the new sony one that came out a few years ago um for me it really just depends on what road of god of war we're going to get we're going to get so I'm reading I'm reading this article and it's given me a little bit of hesitation on this whole thing now. Oh, there's also a live action twisted metal in the works. So oh. uh, that's interesting. So it's what's the what? video game? So the sh- um showrunner for this is the same same showrunner as The Wheel of Time and uh also helped writ with the story and screenplay for the Uncharted movie, which we liked the Uncharted movie, would be but a good it, one ish to play but it 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 deviates 
a bit from the source material. Um, Wheel of Time, from what I'm told, deviates a bit from the source material, right, Max? It does. Um, so that same guy is involved with is going to be the showrunner for this. Now the writers of it, I haven't seen this show, but I've heard good things about The Expanse. That was also on Amazon, right? It's on Amazon. Uh, it started on Sci-Fi, but yeah, it ended on Amazon. So the Expanse successful. creators are are helming this as well. So I mean, they, from what I understand, I don't have any, you know, personal experience with them, but, um, but that Wheel of Time guy, I mean, I don't know. I, I, for me, it comes down to who they get to play Kratos is Kratos. one of the biggest things. Um, because uh, he has to look, I feel like you've got to get a bulky looking guy who looks similar to this picture who can grow a good beard and who's got a deep voice. Like I've heard people say Jason Momoa. I think he could honestly be pretty cool in the role. I don't see him as Kratos. I mean, I just his work and just his work as freaking, um, uh, game of Thrones. Can't remember the name of the character. Like, I feel like he Holy could do a pretty good. Is he designed after this guy, this Thomas or Tommaso Chiampa? Oh, Tommaso Ciampa? No, no, no. But he's a WWE superstar that would be perfect. He does look like the same dude. Yeah, it's pretty pretty damn close. (laughs) That looks like the same dude. If he was just a little (laughs) bit bigger, it it would be perfect. And he's got the voice, too. He's kind of got that deep, like, raspy voice. Oh, I'm trying to click on the screen. It's over here. Yeah, he. I don't know this guy, Tommaso Ciampa or whatever. Tommaso Ciampa. 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 He definitely Ciampa. He looks right for sure. And if his voice is good, then cool. I just you gotta have. Yeah, he went. He did. He came out as uh, Kratos for an event. Dude, he would kill it. I think he would kill it for sure. But is he a good actor? Well, I guess he's in wrestling. So I mean, he's this WWE superstar. (laughs) Yeah, but we've seen John Cena. Rock, either of them are great. The rock. They're good at action, but like, it's it's just like. So what makes the God of War reboot so good is some of the voice cool. acting and just like the acting in general. And so, like, there's so much nuance that I think that whoever's going to play Kratos needs to bring to the role if they do the Atreus route. And maybe they're not going to do the Atreus thing. Maybe they're going to start in the Greek world like the original games did. Um, honestly, that might be better because there's been so much Viking stuff coming out recently it might be refreshing to get back into some greek mythology i don't know what would you rather see would you rather see the greek mythology or this current age i think you got to go greek first yeah I because there's so much with the loss of his family and zeus and his heritage and and all that like that's like the reason he is as white as he is or ashy gray is because that is the ashes of his family mm-hmm. on him you know so that that whole reason for him being the way he is has to do with his family so it's it's definitely you gotta go i think you gotta go greek first yeah well i'm cautiously optimistic and i would love to see some greek mythology also make sure you do greek mythology right and make all these gods assholes because like that's how they're they're written in the mythology let's not go this uh hercules disney patrick says no go norse you you can't though like you gotta go greek first because it's so that's so pivotal to Kratos and his his whole like being. The, the so, PS4 is is an all time great game. Don't get me wrong, but that's still like you still have that whole section of why Kratos is the way he is. 
Yeah. So, and I'll, well, and how and do you I'll explain his name being Kratos if you start with Norse? Yeah, it's, it's a hard. Greek name. <laughs> yeah, so I, I didn't play the original three games, so like I can understand where Patrick's coming from with like this Norse version of Kratos is awesome. It is seriously one of the best games I've ever played, like probably top five ever. It is so amazing, but but I agree that with Matt, like I think we got to go Greek. You got to give him his roots. You got to give him that backstory. And if this show goes for, you know, ten seasons. Maybe you can get into the Norse world eventually. You know, I, I don't so, know. So I'm looking at a fan cast, and and now that I've saw who's the showrunner, and you know, with Uncharted casting Tom Holland, who looks nothing like Nathan Drake. You know, it's eyebrow raising when they cast him. I do think they're probably going to try to get the biggest name in Hollywood. So maybe Jason. Yeah, I do think they're going to try to get somebody name recognition so jason momoa dave bautista you know one of these guys i don't think those two neither one of those work i don't think mo works dude he doesn't have the right look yeah i i right now he's he's number two on this list from screen rant dave bautista number one is dave bautista either. uh number three yeah. is uh i never know how to say dave Jimon bautista Honsu. should be dave bautista should be god of war but not not god of war sorry gears of war the other G.O.W. Yeah. Well, that's the nah, one he's been trying to he make. Should, he should be Mark of Phoenix in Gears of War for sure. But you don't think the, another one is Chris Hemsworth is on this list? He's number seven. No. Mm-hmm. Gerard he's too Butler. Pretty. Gerard Butler's not bad. He's not a good actor, though. Dude, this game has got such a passionate fan base. So, like, you're going to make her. This announcement is going to be make or break on who they get to play Kratos. And how I think feel it's about got, it. everybody's going to know who this person is. I do, I do think that, and there's not many big, beefy guys like that in Hollywood. I don't see. I don't think. I think that's where. You, I don't think this game require is going to require that big name actor to to make this show go. I think name alone and just popularity alone in the game is going to make people. Too I'm just saying. I'm with just you. judging by judging by the track record of this guy that's involved. Yeah, but I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying too. But this would be a perfect time for. An undisclosed or undiscovered, you know, talent or, like we said, talent from another medium to come over, and I think this game, this show will sell on game popularity and name alone. Like, I, I hope you're right, and I think there's a world where that could happen because if you look at Wheel of Time, even though I have some issues with how they've strayed, there's not a ton of like big name actors in it, um, other than the the actress Rosa Rosamund Pike, and she's even not like massive. Oh, she's so huge. I she's think, an Oscar winner. I know, but she's not. She, not, she doesn't have the name recognition. I understand yeah, yeah. She's she's a great actress. I'm not, yeah. But yeah, that's the name recognition thing. She's not like Jason Momoa name re- recognition, I don't think. So maybe they bring in someone who's well known, but not as big or or I would I would love fresh talent. I'm I, I'd probably say that a lot, but I love fresh faces, someone who hasn't done something before. I think that'd be really cool. No kid in Greek. You got a shoehorn Lokian. So that's the whole thing about the the Greek one though is he had a family before before Loki and his his family in the current God of War games and they were killed and that's the ashes of his dead his dead family stain his skin and that's why he's got that that gray tone to him so it's pivotal for that because that's kind of what sets him in in on this you know revenge of the gods and against Zeus and his father and you know all, all that stuff so 
that gray skin tone is very pivotal for this character. So you kind of got to have him have that first family because you can't really kill off the whole like Loki and all that. Like you could, you could bring Loki in later. Like if they get to season two, you could have the Greek stuff and then season two or season three be the Norse stuff. And he gets re, you know, has another kid and another family and, you can transition like that, but I think Greek is the way to go right off the bat. I agree. I think you look long haul. You start in Greece. You go into the Norse mythology. And oh, yeah, they season. kill his family in episode one, dude. That, that would be a banger of a way to start the show. You see his whole family getting slaughtered. Isn't that how, like, the first game is? It's pretty early in the first yeah. game that his family dies, I thought. John Travolta was good in Greece. How about him? <laughs> good one, <laughs> <No>. six boy. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have a lot of faith because Amazon, in my opinion, has done a lot of good things. But just seeing this other guy that's involved, like Uncharted, as much as enjoyable as it was, there were some gripes. It's not a perfect movie. The other thing with Amazon, too, though, is they're notorious for cut and show short. So who knows how long, how many seasons we're going to get this. Like, I'm surprised we're getting a third season of The Boys, you know, with how notorious they are for cutting. Yeah, it's a massive show, but. There's been some other bangers on on Amazon Prime that have only made it through one, barely made it through one season. So we'll see. Ish, Ish is getting dirty in the chat. What's next? She did not win an Oscar, Lance. No, she won a Golden Globe. She was nominated for an Oscar. I had it. I had it backwards. Okay. Yeah, but she did win a Golden Blow, and she was nominated. Deadpool almost made his way into the MCU by a cameo via Shang-Chi. That Abomination cameo in Shang-Chi was almost a Deadpool cameo, which I think would have been way better. That would have been awesome. That would have been It was amazing. cool because now, because I understand why they used Abomination, because isn't Abomination going to be part of She-Hulk or something? Yeah. Like, yeah, because Tim, Tim Roth, isn't it Tim Roth? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I get why that was, but any dude, they could put Deadpool in anything, and it's gonna be cooler than anything else they do. I mean, we're she all some Golden Globes. <laughs> we're all we're all we're all clamoring for Deadpool. I mean, the Deadpool train has been pretty slow as late. It's like they're kind of dragging their feet. But you did say that there was some news to maybe talk about with, with yeah. Deadpool. Clamor no further. Deadpool three is a go. With a new with um free guy and Adam Project director uh Sean Levy attached to direct the film. Dude. So Free Guy is so good and I need to watch the Adam Project. I watched it today, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean well Ryan It's a definitely an an interesting take on a new, fresh, interesting take on time travel. Yeah. So I would definitely recommend it on Netflix. But yeah, yeah, I want to check that out. Free coming. Guy is awesome. To Disney, Free Guy was a lot of fun. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm in. It's Hopefully, just, rated R. Both of those are are kind of family friendly, aren't they? Um, yeah, I would say so. I just hope they don't Disney this thing. <laughs> I mean, Bob Iger has come out and said, yeah, it's going to be rated R. Kevin Feige said, yeah, it's going to be rated R. I I think Ryan Reynolds has enough clout. Because I'm sure he'll be an executive producer, I'm sure he has enough clout to make sure that it's still Deadpool. 
Well, know, I think the not first two show you that rated R is the way to go. Rated R sells. And that there's no abundance of parents that are going to stop the R rating from, you know, making them not take their child. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of nice to think that, you know, the MCU can have this darker area, you know, with like Daredevil and Punisher and Deadpool. Like I kind of put them all in that same bucket. Maybe maybe it's just not the same thing over and over again. This PG-13 popcorn movie family thing they can have like a a darker side you know what i mean i think Um, deadpool is gonna depend on where he's at i think in his i think in his movies he'll be hyper violent and it'll be just like the same as the first two whereas in if he shows up in like some other hero's movie as a cameo it won't be as he won't be as hyper violent well Here's what, and if they don't do this, that is a major missed opportunity. Have him curse all he wants in his movies, and as soon as he ends up in another PG-13 movie, bleep him. Like, actually put a, an audible bleep and make him react to it. I think that would be fucking hilarious. I would love that. I, I agree with you. And then I want him to be in every movie going forward replacing Stanley cameos. I don't know. Like, don't have him in the Deadpool thing and put a Stanley mustache, like, over his mask. That would I think that's too on the nose. It would be funny, but I... I yeah, He's I fourth know. wall. It's supposed to be on the nose. Yeah, but in every movie? He's just, like, like, in the background, like, drinking a cup of coffee. Yeah, if it's background... Then it becomes more of, like, a game where you, you're ser- secretly searching. It's like a Where's Waldo. You're yeah, Where's Waldo been doing in it for years. Universe. Pixar's been doing it for years. Yeah, but... With what? They have several things that have been in every movie. So every movie either calls back to one of their previous movies. There's this, I think it's like A130 or something like that. That's always featured in the movie somewhere. Uh, the Toyota pizza truck, the Pizza Planet truck, has been in like four different four different movies other than Toy Story. Yeah, and the, the like green aliens have been in other movies. And yeah, they tie stuff in like that constantly, but... And and Deadpool, we already know, is conscious of the Hollywood thing because he references Green Lantern. He, I mean, he shoots Ryan Reynolds at, at the end of of uh, Deadpool two or one. Which one's the one? Oh, it's Deadpool two, right? Because it's with time travel. He shoots Ryan Reynolds as Ryan Reynolds reading the Green Lantern script. Oh yeah, um, he likes your idea. The fourth wall bleeping reaction. They have to do it. If they don't do it, it's a major missed opportunity. Where, uh, where's Waldo with Deadpool would be a funny idea. Just put something for the fans. Like the, all this is for the fans, so why not? You don't even have to like give them a speaking line. It doesn't even have to be Ryan Reynolds. Just put him in the suit. Have him sitting in the back of a coffee shop reading a newspaper with a fake mustache. I would laugh my ass off. Kevin Smith is really good at fourth wall breaking. But. That's my, I mean, my big thing is like at some point, fourth wall breaking gets a little bit annoying. And that's like the downfall to Deadpool for me. Like, I like the, for me, I like the Deadpool that's New Mutants 98, the, the Merc with the mouth, not the Chimichanga, you know, all the silly bullshit. Like, I like the actual, like, Deadpool, Deadpool, not the silly bullshit Deadpool that kids today are 
are all that's about what's with gonna the sell, unicorns right? and yeah ex- well i know that but that's what the general public is clamoring for is the if i'm making a movie of course i'm gonna loving. go silly bullshit chimichanga screaming you know unicorn loving stuffed animal fucking whatever deadpool you know whatever which it's- that's why ryan Reynolds works so well yeah in this because that it, it truly seems like it's him right like a more extreme version of him obviously but judging by his humor on twitter and everything else like deadpool and ryan reynolds are the same person yeah yeah the deadpool in the background of important dramatic scenes i would laugh my ass off they probably won't do that because it would take away from said dramatic scenes but i I mean it would be pretty funny if you're watching you know an end game robert downey jr says and i am iron man and he snaps, but in the background, you got Deadpool lounging in like a beach chair with a mustache. Like, I don't know. It's kind of funny, but I don't think that's a good idea. Or think about like the scene in Venom where at the the end scene where you see Spider-Man on the television and you see just a small image of Deadpool in a building, you know, in a bathrobe. Sure. That would be funny. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it, it doesn't have to be part of of the movie just plug them in like like where's waldo just plug them in like in weird places or they're interviewing somebody that just you know lost her whole family because thanos blew up their house well i I, I think like the italian job they have a quick little shot it's like blink and you miss it spider-man's in the in the movie like it's some somebody yeah like in the italian job it's like a blink and you miss it it's just like someone dressed up as spider-man it's like i think they're in new york or whatever big city they're in yeah and someone's dressed up like a street performer type thing. Like, I think that could be funny if you've just got Deadpool just randomly in scenes. I think that'd be a fun thing to look for. I'm, I'm okay with it. I just think the mustache thing might be a bit much, but it depends how you do it. I just think it would be just... I think about what Stan Lee would laugh at in a way to, like, pay homage to Stan Lee, and I think that would be... Yeah, but, I mean, he's not even a character that Stan Lee's responsible for. Like that I know, Dead, but Stanley kind Stan of feels Lee responsible really for no... the entire Marvel universe. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, but I think it'd have been funny if, like, the end of Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home, when you got the Venom cutscene, if, like, since he's at like that cabana bar, if you just had like Deadpool floating on like a unicorn floaty in a pool behind him or something. Yeah, but it's, like, totally has nothing to do with the scene. He's just back there. I mean, he's aware of everything. That's his character, right? He's aware yeah. of. That they're in a movie, he's talking to the audience, having him there when none of the cast realizes he's there, but we do, would be hysterical. I mean, the Stan Lee cameos, I mean, th- those were pandering, put Stan Lee in every Marvel movie and and whatever. Like, it's just as unicorn fucking uh, rainbow riding Deadpool may not be Rob Liefeld's creation, but it's definitely the character he's evolved into over the last two decades. Yeah, agreed how many so my question is though is we're getting a movie where nicholas cage is playing nicholas cage <laughs> yes how long so is it too. before we're getting a movie where ryan reynolds is playing ryan reynolds playing green lantern playing deadpool playing van wilder <laughs> in yep. a movie where it's all ryan reynolds it's gotta happen at some point right i just hope he doesn't go crazy like nick cage yeah you know, Nick I don't Cage care. That movie looks nuts. hilarious. That's the best part about Cage is how Cage the unbearable Cage weight of 
the unbearable weight of like, massive talent. Yeah, yeah that's what it is. Like I was going to say crippling it's talent. One of the greatest titles of a movie ever. I told my wife about the name of the movie and she just like chuckled. She's like, okay, that sounds funny. The name <laughs> of the movie is Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yeah. And it's him playing himself. Yeah. The over exaggerated per- and he's like of himself, obviously. But yeah, and he's like in debt and he's gotta do this one gig to pay off his debts and that's and why also, it's a feel good story, right? Like yeah, write that down while being Waller. a millionaire being a millionaire and you're still in debt. I mean, it just makes it makes that's happened to him in real life. That's why he did left behind all these like shit movies. Yeah. So it happens when you don't pay your taxes. And he also spends like there's no tomorrow. I mean, the dude was buying like golden monkey statues and shit. Well, that's why the joke in the movie works where he sees the, the statue or the, like wax figure of himself and say, like, that's grotesque. I've got to have it. I'll give you twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> yeah. He, this <laughs> yeah. is this yeah. is documented, dude. Like he yeah. went oh, yeah. crazy and was doing all those shit movies for years. He to pay off his debtors. <laughs> yes, we are speaking about Academy Award winning actor Nicolas Cage. Did he win one? I don't know. You seem to think everyone wins an Oscar, so Hey, Roseman Pike was an easy mistake. She won a Golden Globe and she was nominated for an Oscar. Oscars. He's, Vin D- in, in Lance's world, Vin Diesel gets an Oscar for uh, saving for Brian all Ryan. his work for all of his work on the Fast and Furious movies. His scene in Saving Private Ryan, when that knife is going slowly into his, was that him? How did Vin Diesel die in Saving Private Ryan? I don't even know if Vin Diesel was in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, he, he is. is. He is. I did not know, dude. He's so the one with the le- he's the one movie. with the letter never... in his coat. It's been so long. I don't since remember how he died. I totally forgot. He was is he the there. one with the guy stabbing the heart or stabbing him in the heart really slowly? I don't think so. I think that's the sniper at the end. And I don't think that's. Oh, they were together, though. Vin the Diesel. sniper and him. <laughs> I can't remember how, how Vin Diesel dies in that movie. Your mom said he's an amazing actor. I will fucking die on that hill. He used to be. Who? Nicolas Cage. Yeah. Uh, in some things. It was also the role, terrible. The role's got to work. So Manny, Mandy, Mandy was a really weird movie, but he was phenomenal in it. I hated that movie. Yeah, but he oh, was good. hated, hated's the wrong word. It's just weird. It's a weird movie, but he was good in it. Nicholas Cage is one of the world's largest private comic book collections, and he lives in a castle. Yeah, but it sucks that he had to, that he had to get rid of his uh, Superman number one, his Action Comics number one. But he did win an Oscar. For what? what movie? Leaving Las Vegas. Leaving Las Vegas was Oscar winner, huh? Yeah. Vin Vin Diesel gets shot, I think, by the sniper. Sorry, I really wanted to know, so I looked it up. No, they're on the same team. Really? They're both in the same. Yes, he's with. I'm pretty he's, sure he's with no. the sniper. No, there's two snipers. There's the snipers for the American troops, and then there's a German sniper. Pretty sure he gets shot by a German sniper. Okay, but he, the the American sniper is the one that gets the knife really slow into his chest. And I that's think so, a hard yes. scene to watch. Yes, it is. It's a very hard scene to watch. Yes. Man, that's a good movie. Saving Private Ryan's a great movie. It is. It's been so long since I watched it, though. Dude, that, that a, scene on Normandy Beach. Watch. Oh, it's so gruesome. Oh my gosh. So gruesome. 
What's the? Oh God, I'm trying to think of the. See, thank you, Ish. I was right. What? Well, he gets shot by the sniper. Vin Diesel oh. gets shot by a sniper. I, I remember, remember his details, death though. scene. I remember his death scene was like he was really good in that movie. I don't know if it's Oscar worthy, but he was really good in that movie. He should have won an award for Weatherman. Nick Cage, it's his best movie. You know what's a great? No, Ghost Rider for Life. <laughs> his best, well, at least my favorite movie with Nicolas Cage is Matchstick Men. I love that movie. It's Con Air, man. Like, come on, Con Air. It's not depth like Matchstick Men. Matchstick Men is awesome. Con Air. All right, moving on from Deadpool, though. The Batman, <laughs> the Batman, DC. It's killing it. It's a home run with the Batman. The Batman starts with a blockbuster, 128.5 million debut at the North American box office. Well, it helps when there's nothing else to watch. <laughs> it's true. No, no, it's a great movie. I love this movie, but people are clamoring for things to watch, and this is the only thing available. <laughs> Unless you want to go see Spider Man for the twelfth time. No, nah, there's other movies out there. You can go see Uncharted, Devil you know, the Nile. Go see Uncharted. Go see Marry Me. Go see Dog. You, there, there's a lot of options there, but come on, it's the Batman. Yeah, it's yeah. the most it's the most marketable name in the movie. There's not I mean Morbius would have been out right now. And they moved it to April 1st probably because of this. They probably saw the writing on the wall. Um and, and you know said, what? I am like, vengeance. We expected this movie to be good, but I didn't expect it to be this good. I was I was bummed when I couldn't make it on the show last week cuz holy crap was this movie amazing. I wasn't because it was a long show. It <laughs> would have made a very longer. heated conversation, especially the the trying to rank Batman movies went. Way I know, I heard. Wanted to be. And, and I'm and about especially to say something. When Matt, are... <laughs> don't don't invite Ish on after I say this. Even if he IMs you, saying he has to come on. I heard Ish was saying that the Dark Knight Nolan movies should be C tier. What? What? <laughs> and Corbin. No. No. Right? Is that, am I wrong about that, Matt? Is that what they were saying? C tier. Love you, Ish, but no. And they yeah. were arguing for Batman and Robin to be B tier. Look, oh, they all made. Come. They both made uh, amazing points. I can't argue either one of their points, but I argue with every point they made about the Nolan movies. <laughs> 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 no, but I I brought up something when we were talking I about mean, that. I Corbin don't, because... is ten years younger than me. Ish is ten years older than me. There's different generations. You know, like it's true. What you grew we're into up different with things. And, yeah, I I don't because I still believe that the only reason that the Dark Knight gets as much play as it does is because of Heath Ledger. If Heath Ledger doesn't have that performance of the Joker, that movie isn't as good as everyone yeah, thinks it is. But Batman Begins is great, and the Joker's not Batman Begins that. is great. Yes, I agree. Batman yeah. Begins is a good movie. The Dark Knight, See? but you were arguing about what were you arguing about in the C tier? <laughs> Or was it just Corbin that was arguing maybe, about it in well, the maybe, C tier? Maybe Rises. I know some people don't like Rises as much. <laughs> what did he say, Matt? Because I know... <laughs> Max is slandering <laughs> me right now. <laughs> what did he say? He because there was some... Batman and Robin is straight fucking magic. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, drop. my goodness. It's bad. That is a bad movie. Let's let's not slander Ish's name anymore. But you can go back <laughs> yeah, we want him to come on the show again. <laughs> you can go back and watch last week's episode and see the debacle that you know was that tier list and 
Was it Corbin that was arguing for C? Probably. Same guy probably. that says Gaslight or Gotham by Gaslight's his favorite book. It probably is. I mean, Corbin is very. Corbin's oh, it, gonna fight it for anything DC till he can't until he can't breathe anymore. So. But of all the books, you know, I haven't read that many books, but I've read that one and I've read quite a few others. To say that one is your favorite. Or is it just man. because he met he met uh, Augustine or whatever his name is? No, I just think that Corbin's a very special man, and he <laughs> he has his taste in he has his taste in in the Batman, and he likes likes what he likes, man. He says my top five is Batman, Batman Returns, The Dark Knight, Batman Begins, and The Batman. That's a good list. I, I don't I don't know if I agree with all that order, but those are all great. Yeah. But I think what you were kind of touching on the lance is like your Batman is going to depend on where when. you know where where it came out when you were growing up. Yeah, it's just always going to go back to the Keaton Batman because that's his Batman. You know, you go to my dad, and my dad's like, "I oh, will." Adam West is my Batman. As to where we're like, okay, you know, Christian Bale is our Batman, just like the younger generation now is going to be like Robert Pattinson is our Batman. I don't I don't include Affleck in there because he hasn't had his own standalone Batman movie yet. It's a shame. Yeah. And I and it I just agree. Kind of depends on where you're at. Shame yeah, about sure. Ben Affleck. It it is, but at the same time, as much as I love Batman v Superman and Ben Affleck's Batman, I'm kind of glad we got this Robert Pattinson and Matt Reeves project. We I don't can think still, that Affleck's they can project still coexist. They can still coexist. Oh, I wouldn't be against it, but the only reason this version happened is because Ben Affleck backed out. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Well, and I think it's a win for DC because it's showing them you don't need a connected universe. You don't need to be Marvel. You don't fo- need to follow that Marvel formula. We don't need this connected DC universe because the Joker was really well received and did really well. And that was a darker standalone movie. Now you've got the Batman kind of doing the same thing. We don't need these movies to all be connected. Like we don't need uh, flash to be connected to, to aquaman they gotta just gotta move away from the i agree and i Snyderverse. don't agree i agree and i don't well yes they gotta move away from the Snyderverse. but i would really like to see justice league done really well i would like, too and no max you haven't seen it done really well yet i have but i would love <laughs> to see it done better because we still haven't seen the seven. Like, we only got, what, five in the in the Justice League movie? So, I no, I would love to see, like, a legit, good, full-on Justice League movie. I'd love to see them face off against Darkseid someday. Like, that would be awesome. Or Brainiac. Or, you know, DC does not get the same kind of love because they haven't built a good film universe as much as Marvel. I love the DC movies. Yes, I know. But, like, I'm not going to deny the fact that their universe isn't as good. It's not as successful. So it's always seemed kind of disjointed. Like every every connection they make to the other movies just kind of feels unnatural. Ish yeah. is saying the next Justice League movie is going to be all girls. I think that's a joke that I just don't understand. <laughs> uh, no, I've seen a lot of things online of people clamoring for James Gunn to do a Justice League movie. I don't think I want that. I don't think, no, dude. That he's good at ensemble with- movies. He is, no, but, but the, the Justice League in that tone, 
the whole thing with James Gunn and where he works is he brings obscure characters that nobody really knows about and and gives them life. Like I think he's gonna yes. fail if you bring him the ju- if you give him the Justice League. I, agree. I think I think the fact that he hits home run because Guardians of the Galaxy we say it over and over again. Guardians of the Galaxy was a huge hit because it came out of nowhere. Nobody yeah. really knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were before the movie came out. In fact, he when had, they announced it, we were all like, really? Yeah, nobody cared. You know, so he, nobody had high hopes for it. So he could kind of, you know, everyone was pleasantly surprised by it. And look at the, look at the expectations. Everyone's like, well, Guardians 2 wasn't as good. Now, well, what are they going to say about Guardians 3? You know, look at Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, I think, was a home run for him because he used a whole new, well, not a whole new ensemble, but a majority of new ensemble. But he didn't have much to shoot for because of how poorly the first one was received well and even the new ones he brought in were lesser known characters still yeah so yeah James Gunn, that's where he was. I, hate, I mean he had harley yeah. quinn that's one of the biggest yeah. known dc characters yes but most everyone else no not known or he brought in captain boomerang from the, <sighs> the original movie killed him in like five minutes like i hate gruesomely. to and i hate to compare him like this but james gunn is like a shark he you think you got a fart and you get a little surprise and that's kind of what James <laughs> Gunn is. You know, he, he, he takes these obscure characters that you think are going to suck and you, you get a little surprise. So, well, I got to say his, the justice league cameo at the end of peacemaker was the best live action justice league I've ever seen. <laughs> and, only got two of them. and you only got two of them in silhouettes of the other two and no Batman. But, uh, no, they just need they just need an architect. Like Marvel has that architect. If they find somebody to be the architect that loves the source material, because nobody loves Marvel quite like Kevin Feige. There's a there's an actual love there. And when there's a love there and they're not just hiring somebody that makes really stylistic movies but actually loves the characters and wants to see them done well. Well, that's what they tried with Jeff Johns. It just didn't work out. I mean Jeff but Jeff Johns, Johns is a forever. comic book guy. Like he they need somebody that understands movies like Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige has been producing Marvel films since the first Spider-Man. I don't, and I don't think you need that in DC. Like DC doesn't need to follow that Marvel formula. No, and they don't. They can do these one-offs, but I still want to see a Justice League movie. Could you see this Batman? No, Justice League movie. It's too real. It, I think it. I think real. it would. Che- no, I think it would cheat. Yeah, didn't you, you know, s- Max? Didn't you know, Max? The whole the debate last week was that Batman is real, Iron Man is fake. <laughs> Batman's real. Iron so Man's I, fake. I, I no. Th- this I movie. This movie. If you start introducing superpowers and stuff, I think it would cheapen it. Potentially, but Matt Reeves has talked about wanting to have Mister Freeze in the next movie. But you and- could do Mister Freeze in a more practical way. Yeah, I guess that's not superpowers. I mean, he's always been about science, but still, Mr. Freeze traditionally is this man who's like encased in ice, basically. That's not realistic. But you're right. I guess you could try to come at it from a more realistic manner. I mean, they even made the Riddler, who's who was already just a dude in a green tuxedo, they even made him seem more real. So, like, I would have no doubt that they would make Mr. Freeze look more real, and the Joker is probably going to be more. I, I assume the Joker is going to be real, like what he was in his standalone movie. But you yeah. introduce Superman and Wonder Woman and stuff, and I, I don't know if I would like it in this universe. But I'm I'm just saying, do a separate one. I mean, 
I don't know. Egghead, please. <laughs> what does he mean, egghead? <laughs> egghead. I don't understand. I don't either. Sorry. Lost on you guys. <laughs> I don't know. The Batman villain, Egghead? I don't even know who that is. Oh, my God. Okay. James Gunn can do that one. Let James Gunn do Egghead. <laughs> <laughs> Batman has a lot of like weird characters that I kind of block from memory. Well, I guess you had to do some looking up of who Egghead was. Yeah, but Jeff Johns got his start in com- like he's comic books. Batman sixty six, man. Like I'm saying, somebody that understands movies. Jeff That's Johns. not Jeff Johns is not the Feige Favreau of DC Comics ish because he's he can't even do good on the the CW shows. Like yeah, he ruins them after season two. It's not. It's not, I don't know. I just think Jeff Johns is not the guy to do it because they've tried to get him to build that universe and he it was just involved. doesn't work. Yeah. Isn't he one of the main things that, that Ray, Roy, Ray Fisher is rallying against is Jeff Johns and Joss Whedon? And he's, yeah, yeah and he's, uh, I mean, I know he's working on Teen Titans or Titans, I should say. But he, I believe he was involved with the first couple of seasons of Arrow and the CW shows and just, I just don't think he's gonna be that that cinematic. Yeah, I don't. I don't have faith in he him. He is. Whatsoever. He is the main consultant for DC story arcs. That's yes, that's true. But I don't think knows. he's involved in this one. He's not even listed as a producer for this. No, one. I don't think he's involved in this movie at all. No, this and he wasn't involved involved with uh, the Joker either. But I I just think that this is the way for DC to go is the standalone stories with these characters we don't need a connected universe we i just want good storytelling and that's what the joker to me is and that's what the batman is i agree we're all good storytelling but For still sure. have those just also have i'm one fucking clay face I'm, we I'm always saying, need another joker you can still have these one-off things i mean the joker came out and then shazam was still getting made and all these other things were still getting made they're still going to have that connected stuff, but they're doing these one shots, I guess you could call them. This won't be because this is going to be a trilogy, but this could be completely separate. I think people that go see these movies will understand enough when they see Ben Affleck on the screen or Robert Pattinson on the screen. See, I think the big, yeah. I think the big test is going to be when those movies come out. If those, if Shazam: Fury of the Gods comes out, if Flashpoint comes out. Flashpoint's going to do gangbusters just because people are going to come see, wanting to see Keaton in the Batsuit again. So that's not even one that you can really measure it up against. But I think if, when Aquaman 2 comes out, when, when Shazam comes out, if they don't do better numbers the opening week than the Batman or comparable numbers, I think DC moves away from the, I, the think Shazam, I think Shazam. I think Aquaman's the one that I'm worried about. But I think Shazam and the Flash will do very well i'm freaking pissed by the way about these delays on those huge pissed. delays when i initially pissed. heard about the delays because i didn't look up the new dates i was thinking oh they're probably pushing it a couple months or whatever because i think when we did our our tier for the movies i said you know the flash is probably going to get pushed and originally right. it was coming november but now it's not coming out till like june yeah we'll get into that in a little bit but moving yeah. on to our next topic blade we might get to see marshall lee Portraying the vampire hunter Blade sooner than we thought as 
There's talks of a Werewolf by Night special coming to Disney+. Plus. So we might get to see him make his debut on Disney Plus well before he ever shows up, actually shows up in a movie. I think you could potentially get him teased in Moon Knight because Werewolf by Night is in Moon Knight. That's who he's beating up in the scene in the trailer. It's, it's speculation still, but it, it, it hasn't been confirmed yet. That that's who that is, but it is speculatory nonetheless. But so um, you know, Maybe an end credit scene they have blade in it yeah for moon knight i wouldn't be surprised if you get that and then you have some sort of like supernatural team up with you know him werewolf by night and moon knight and all these well, i don't think marshall lee's interested in doing a tv show though like a full 10 episode or eight why do you say arc. that i mean he did he was in uh true detective and he was awesome in true detective yeah, but that was one season because don't they change it every season? He said, no, those are Anubis jackals. Yeah, but yeah, that's other not than, what that's not what they're saying on the internet. Sticks other than, um, which one? Other than Loki, no other show Disney Plus show has gotten more than one season. Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe I don't know. They pay him enough. I guess they'll do anything. <laughs> he was in the forty four hundred, the old forty four hundred. Like I, said, um, I haven't seen anything about Anubis True Jackals Detective. in True Detective, yeah. I haven't seen anything about Anubis Jackals that that could be that in the trailer. Have you, Matt? I think that's what those are. Yeah, I, I think that the, they're Anubis Jackals. I haven't seen anything saying that it's Werewolf by Night, but... I've, I've seen several things, and now that they're talking about a Werewolf by Night TV show coming, it makes even more sense that that's who it would be. It <laughs> sticks and says, and the internet is never wrong. Not in Lance's world, my friend. Lance's world, the internet is They are wrong about brick oven pizzas, though. (laughs) Oh, my God. The internet. The internet's ever wrong. Lance is right. There you go. I'm with you, buddy. I'm with you. I'm with you to the end of the line. One thing we're getting in good news is there is a lot of talk about a Daredevil season four. Yes. Disney Plus. Disney I mean, Plus is going to, there's speculation that it's going to drastically change the tone of Daredevil, and they're going to use season four to change um, the way Daredevil fits into the MCU. But we are going to get Daredevil season four, it sounds like, nonetheless, through a Disney Plus show before he, um, it's on the big screen. So, excited about Daredevil season four on Netflix or on uh, Disney I, I Plus? I heard it was going to be like a reboot, though. Like a soft, yeah, they're gonna reboot. use it to soft reboot it for sure. But um, as long as I eventually it's only get like about the lack of brick oven pizza huts. So I'm reading this article right now that they're thinking Ethan Hunt is Werewolf by Night. I'm just we'll see was reading that right that, now. When that show starts soon, doesn't it? The thirty first. So we'll find out, won't we? Um, I I love this. I like Charlie Cox. He actually looks a lot better at Daredevil here than I remember him looking. Yeah, I hope he gets uh, a new suit. I love Daredevil, and I I mean, if if the new suit looks cool, I'm in. But is I it on it Disney Plus less... yet? I'm trying to look right now. I don't no, know. No, the sixteenth. No, yeah. Oh, okay. And the only way you get to see it is if you actually go in and fix your parental controls. Oh, really? Yeah, so right now they're set to TV 14. 
I think, because that's the highest Disney Plus goes. But on the 16th, you'll be able to fix your parental controls. So the default is you're only going to be able to watch TV 14. You actually have to adjust it up because they don't want this to be available accidentally to somebody that shouldn't be available to. Interesting. Which makes total sense. But Yeah, I mean, Disney, one of their whole things was it was going to be a family-friendly service and stuff. I think the way they can circumvent this whole thing is to just roll Hulu into Disney Plus, like they did a, a, over overseas where it's Star. Just put a little icon on the top that says Hulu, and you can put all your adult stuff in there. I don't think they're trying to make Hulu more TV oriented, though. And I mean, which those Netflix shows are, but I think well, they're NBC's trying to keep pulling all their shows from Hulu. I think they want to keep all their Marvel stuff Marvel. I hope that's what they do. I hope that Daredevil season four is TV mature. I hope that it's on Disney Plus. I don't care if Disney Plus adds that. I just didn't think Disney would ever do it. Yeah, I was I to. was sure that it was going to be on Hulu. But I mean, there's still shows that are not on Disney Plus that are on Hulu, like Legion or Hell Hellstrom. Well, they're yeah, not those aren't MCU. Yeah, they're Fox property, so yeah. But they're, they but they're Marvel. Itself. I mean, they put X-Men and stuff but on Disney+. Not, Plus. they're not MCU. Yeah, yeah you're um, right. X-Men is on Disney+, Plus, and that's not MCU. Yet. After Doctor yeah. Strange, I think it will be. <laughs> yeah, they put it in the Marvel Legacy thing. So all that all that stuff, they have a Marvel Legacy line. But look which we still to... don't know where this is going to be. Probably this Marvel could be Legacy. in the Marvel Legacy line. I don't know. Well, I think, I think Daredevil Seasons 1 to 3 will be. I think season four isn't really true. I think it's going to be a reboot. With him, yeah, though, a... I'm I'm totally on board with that. I, I well, like him. Yeah, clearly. Clearly. He was in Spider-Man. He's definitely yeah. this MCU's Daredevil. Now, I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop when they finally wise up and tell us Kristen Ritter's in it. I hope I so. I want Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones. Me too. She's so good. I think she makes an appearance. It's going to be She-Hulk. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's makes a great place sense. to make an appearance. Because wasn't Jessica Jones adapted, like, originally they wanted, uh, what's that guy's name? Ike, whatever, Pullmutter or whatever his name is, the guy Turner? that did Marvel Marvel television. The guy that Kevin mm-hmm. Feige doesn't like, that did Inhumans uh, and all these other shows. His name. But he's not with them anymore. That's why Marvel television, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, that's when... Um, Marvel television folded, but he originally wanted to do She-Hulk and Kevin Feige was keeping She-Hulk in his back pocket so that he couldn't do She-Hulk. And that's why they went Jessica Jones. I don't think that's the case. Jessica Jones is still, well, the the alias books were very popular. So I still think Jessica Jones. Oh yeah. yeah, It's a great show. I, I love it. Like, but I want Kristen Ritter. Like, she's just phenomenal in it. And I want Luke Cage, Finn Wolfhard, can, or whatever his name is. What's his name? Finn Wolfhard. That's not <laughs> what is Finn that, Wolfhard. That's, stra- that's Stranger Things. Who played say, Iron what Fist? What does Finn Wolfhard have to do with with anything? Who played Iron <laughs> Fist? What's his name? I'm blanking on his Finn name Wolfhard. now, but it's not Finn Wolfhard. Isn't it Finn something? No, it, it's Wolfhard. Now, yes, it's Finn Jones. Finn Jones. Okay, oh, so what I said Iron was Fist. not completely. <laughs> that's Iron Fist, not Luke Cage. He said. That's why I said Iron Fist three times. Oh, I'm an idiot. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Luke Cage is Mike Coulter, isn't it? Thank you. Or... There you go. Yeah, I was talking about the white kid. That kid can go. 
Mike Coulter, I want to continue to be Luke Cage. But I Iron want Fist, they need to recast. Huh? Terry Crews needs to be Luke Cage. I don't know. I love Terry Crews, but a good actor, he is not. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Have you seen uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? <laughs> Have you I seen Friday After Next? Yes, I've seen Friday After Next. But go back to what we were talking about earlier. DC pushes. So DC has moved all of their slate of upcoming movies. So now we have get, we're getting Black Adam has been moved from uh, July 29th to I don't know why I said 2021. Um 2022 to uh October over a year. I didn't even realize that. That's over a year pushed. So no, I think I messed reshoots. that up. I think it's no, no, twenty twenty two. It is. It's it's moving just a yeah, few. Yeah, it's months. moving from July twenty twenty two to October twenty twenty two. I messed that up. That wasn't Oh, that was so bad. it's the same year. It's just four months yeah. ahead. Yeah, it just yeah. got pushed four months. Aquaman's one of the ones that you said it doesn't even have a release date. It says twenty twenty three pending. Um Shazam got moved up. Yeah. Flash get, got moved from November fourth to um june 23rd of 2023 super pets got moved from may 20th to it's taking um, black adam's pot this is the one i'm most broken up about i'm just so my kids my kids are super excited for this one i'm only super excited for this movie now because of keanu reeves voicing batman that's right i did hear about that yeah um Timothy Charlemagne's Wonka musical uh, about the life and times of Willy Wonka has been moved from um, March 2023 to December 2023. And then, but Shazam Fury, the gods got pushed up. Getting it sooner. From 2023 to December of 2022. So do you think, okay, so they could be doing one of two things. They could be filming scenes that separates this from the continuity of the Justice League, right? Make some standalone or whatever. Or do you think they're going to fix it so now the continu- continuity makes sense because this was going to come after The Flash. Now it's coming before The Flash. Like I don't think there was going to be any... I don't think there was any continuity issues between those movies. I think they were standalone anyways. At least for Shazam. I, I That's my thought. Well, Shazam had Superman in the last one. Yeah, I know it's in the same universe, but I don't think that like the Flash is going to be shaking things up so badly that Shazam only makes sense after the Flash. That's what I'm saying. I, I just I don't think it's an issue. Well, the Flash we know changes the timeline. I mean, that's yeah, but how drastically? We don't know yet. Yeah, there's a rumor that they're going to use the Flash to completely blow up this whole joined universe thing well let's see let's see what i speculated that it's because they're with the success of the batman they're trying to get their movies in a position where they don't have to compete with anything else so we go back to we go back to black adam we'll start with black adam 729 what movies come out jurassic july of this year that people are are looking for so really that same, there wasn't really anything there for July. Like, 
I don't know why they would move that. Why they put super super pets that? Maybe they think that super pets is, is going to be a bigger summer blockbuster than Black Adam would have well, been. Well, kids movies always do well in the summer, so maybe they put that there because I mean the week before there's Nope, um, that new um, Jordan Peele movie coming out. I think they tried to move super pets away from Doctor Strange. So here's where I think they comp- here's where it is. July eighth. Thor Love and Thunder. So I think they move I think they moved the Minions, Rise of Gru is July first. Thor Love and Thunder is July eighth. I think they moved Black Adam out of that section because they don't want to compete in that medium. Kids movies, I think it's easier to compete in than superhero movies, so that's why they switched it with DC um League of Super Pets. Because I don't think they want to com- Live action wise, they're gonna they know they're gonna get crushed by Marvel. So they moved it out of of competing with Thor. So what comes in October twenty first? Let me look. So October twenty first, ticket to Paris. Um Halloween's end is the week before. There's uh, Spider Man across the Spider Verse. That's October. gonna do huge. But it's also a kid, so it's a kids movie, so it's not competing. Yeah, but adults are going to go no, see that. I know they are, but, but no I, I agree live action superhero movie for Black Adam to compete against. But if, here's if the thing: Black Adam comes October twenty first, and then just a couple weeks later, Black Panther comes out. So it's only going to be riding high for like no, two or three. I, weeks. I, I think, think Black Panther is going to get pushed. I, I think, too. yeah, Black Panther: Wakanda Forever is going to get pushed because of all the problems they're having. With production on this and that film, you think it's going to get pushed? Absolutely. After they already pushed it, and it's getting so close now that absolutely, they... yeah, I do. So I think it might no, get pushed to next year. So November fourth, they they yeah. So they probably pushed Flash from November fourth because of your point. Then the following week would have been Black Panther, so they would have get cru- They would have got one week and then get crushed by Black Panther. There's so nothing looking, in November other than Creed 3. I do, you know. So I'm looking at bythenumbers.com, and on November 18th, there's this untitled Warner Brothers event film. What is that? I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's a legit thing or not. But now Shazam opening up on December 16th is pretty risky because you know what else opens that day? Avatar 2. That's fucking dumb. Why would they be doing that? Well, it's the twelfth, right? Or was it the sixteenth? Sixteenth. They're opening it on the same day as a James Cameron movie when he just blows up the blockbuster every time he comes out with something. I think I think Avatar Two is going to fall flat on its face. I I think that well, Avatar One wasn't even good, and it broke records. It broke records because it was stunningly well done. It was they were using cutting edge technology. Technology nobody's ever seen before. Remember, Avatar was like the height of of yep. HD and <clears throat> 3D was huge back then. Yeah, and, and we're in a we're in a place I'm, now where that selling point of cutting edge technology, a movie you've never seen, like you've never seen before, doesn't really fly in this day and age. Well, so you you know we always talk about uh, you yeah, guys always mention how we said it because of 3D. Yeah, so so Matt, you know, you'll constantly talk about how Stranger Things there's been too long of a wait, and so you're just not interested anymore. For me, that's Avatar. I'm like, yeah, the movie came out in 2009. 
I have no. We're I just 12, know James Cameron. Years just, later, I just don't even care. I don't know what it is about James Cameron. Like he's he's all right, I guess. But every time he comes out with something, it just breaks the box office. Like I don't understand it. Okay. No, you're right. I mean, Titanic, Avatar is trash. Avatar, he corrects himself. Absolute dog shit. Avatar's not good. The, he no, ripped off Fern Gully. It is. It's a. It is a very. It is. It was a very technologically of... advanced movie. It was beautiful. The world was stunning. I loved Avatar when it came out. It's not a movie that I go back to anymore, though. When it first no. came out, I thought it was great. Saw it in theaters probably three times. I paid to see it in 3D, which I thought was expensive back then. It was like 14 bucks, And that's like cheap for some movies now. I just think crazy. I just think that you, that's risky. Because you don't know. James Cameron is a wild card. You don't know it is what's going to happen. I it mean, is. I think they're banking on holiday Why not just come out within season. January when nothing comes out? I don't know. Maybe they want to have something for the holiday release. Oh, never mind. January Craven the Hunter comes out. <laughs> I think I think Shazam has bigger appeal than Craven. Yeah. Yeah, but if if the, the whole premise that Matt was setting was they were putting these movies in to non-competition areas, right? December there's competition even if it's little competition. Avatar still competition. Craven the sure. Hunter still competition. Okay, so let's 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 pull our audience and you guys really quick. And I know we're going to be on a delay. You can only see one of those two movies, Shazam or Avatar 2. What are you going to watch? Shazam. Shazam. Same. And I'm pretty sure everyone in our audience is going to say the same thing. And I think we're the audience for both movies. Like not we're not the only audience obviously, but Avatar is for nerds. Like it's not only for nerds, but it definitely appeals to our audience. It's sci-fi. And I think most of us are going to say we'd rather see Shazam. So I don't think it's as big of a risk as, as you might but think. I think it, I think changing these movies is a mistake though, because like 2022 is an easier like I think an easier box office window to get through to get big sales. Because like next year, I mean, you're starting off already. Craven the Hunter, January, um, February, you're the looking Marvels. at the Marvels. Dude, March, you've got Aquaman. You've got John Wick four. Yeah, that's you know, what I was just gonna say. They're putting Aquaman and just not even a week later. No, that is well, a Aquaman week. doesn't John Wick four. May May you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, Fast and the Furious ten, The Little Mermaid. Then June you've got Transformers, Rise of the Beast, The Flash, Indiana Jones five. Like, dang, twenty twenty three is like a banger of a year. Like July twenty eighth is Ant Man and the Wasp, Quantum Manium. August, you got Teenage Pixar Ninja, movie Ninja Turtles, June. the next chapter, Blue Beetle, A Quiet Place 3, you know, then you they got Exorcist in October. Exorcist? There, yeah, the new That's Exorcist alive. movie in October. This and is why I'm keeping Wonka my AMC Stubbs list. Oh, Holy Dune crap. Part 2. <laughs> Dune Jeez. Part 2 comes out next October. Wow, there's a lot of movies. So you got, I mean, there's just. What is this? November 17th, 2023, untitled Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski movie. I don't know. Fantastic. Mm, that fantastic sounds not even a title or a premise. And I'm like, fantastic four and the Deadpools <laughs> that bind them. Yes. Fantastic four and the Deadpools that bind them. I like it. Uh, by the way, I'm seeing something here that says the boys season three trailer drops tomorrow. So that's exciting. If true. I just find it funny. Like I'm all all the way into June of 2024, and it just says 
Untitled Disney, Untitled Marvel, Untitled Universal, Untitled Disney, Untitled Marvel. <laughs> it's like the whole calendar is the like four big studios. <laughs> wow. So your mom and Ish both say they'd rather see Avatar. I'm surprised. Wow. Maybe maybe it's a generational thing. We were talking about how they're 10 years older than us. Maybe James Cameron movies are more exciting. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not interested in Avatar whatsoever. Um, you know, if it comes down to, oh, there's nothing to do tonight, and I've seen Shazam already twice, maybe I'll go see Avatar. But it's not a movie that I'm clamoring for. I think they should have just quit after the first one. Um, I don't know. Well, I'm looking for. I want to see the movie. I just, if I can only see one, I'm seeing Shazam. Like it's not even. There's no hesitation. I just, I just think it's played out, man. <laughs> oh, I want well, Titanic too. Your mom's get played Avatar out too. Titanic too. Yeah, where the old lady, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio's a zombie now, frozen zombie. <laughs> Tight. Well, moving on to something. That I'm sure Max is going to have a big opinion on. Let's do a review of the Kenobi trailer. I have no thoughts on this. Absolutely none. Are you I serious? Don't, I don't I like didn't watch Star Wars. It. I didn't look <laughs> at this. I should have seen it. I've been busy all day and I forgot that it came out. <laughs> Dude, we talked about it earlier today. Yeah, you yes, told I have me a some lot things. Of you told me some things. So give your thoughts. I'm gonna. Should I go watch it real quick? <laughs> yeah, go watch it. I'll, it'll probably take me about four minutes to give my monologue. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um... Yeah, dude, I, I've probably watched the trailer four or five times already. Um, overall, I love it. And I'm very look, very much looking forward to the show. I have one minor gripe. It's a discussion I thought could be really fun on the podcast tonight. I'd love to hear your opinions, Matt, on how I can cope. Because I think you've been dealing with what I'm just now starting to deal with much longer. You read comics. I don't really read them as much. I'm huge into Star Wars, though read the books i've watched all the cartoons played tons and tons of video games like i am a star wars like fanatic and so they're starting to introduce all these cartoon characters and sometimes book characters into the star wars universe like the the live action stuff and i'm struggling with how they look not on all of them. the inquisitors yes that's what i'm getting to ahsoka she looks a little off but it's okay um cad bane looks a little off but overall i love it but yeah, dude, the Grand Inquisitor looks terrible. And I'm struggling. Like, is this just, I need to get over it? Or do you still struggle with, that doesn't look like the comics I've read. That doesn't look like, you know, I don't know. How do you deal with that? No, it's still a struggle. When you're a fan of something and you're used to seeing it one way, it's still a struggle to get you over, like, seeing them in a different light. Like, it's hard for me, like, X-Men, Days of Future, like, data features past is one of my favorite x-men storylines and like the pivotal the you know the the whole storyline that they did in the movies is not that that show that movie like is not what they do in the comics they have kitty pride power she never had in that movies uh in those movies it wasn't wolverine that goes sent back in time like there's things like that that is hard to get over but then there's other things that like the death of gwen stacy in amazing spider-man 2 like just seeing that play out on the big screen, I was like, heck yeah, even though it didn't go exactly like the comic books did, I was okay with that. So it's it's some give and take, but I, I kind of get what you, you're saying. It's like you're used to seeing it one way, and then you see the Grand Inquisitors looking completely different or not as as 
correct. It just doesn't look as on good. Screen. It's like how much of the Star Wars stuff when it's put in print or in you know cartoons or are drawn or video games that you can't apply pr- to practical effects. Yeah, and so that's so that's where I'm I'm at. So um, I understand the cartoon characters are going to look different in live action. I've, I, you got to embrace that. Like, if you look at the characters from episode two and three that are in the Clone Wars, they look different. You know, like Obi Wan Kenobi doesn't have like a triangle beard, and and you know, yeah. um, any any number of characters they look different. So like that's fine. Um, I struggle though with the Grand Inquisitor in particular because episode three has a character of his race, and they have that long and skinny head in in the live action and they look it looks awesome. too much like a dark elf from thor um and then in the trailer this guy is just like a normal head it doesn't look like they elongated his his head at all and it's a little bit of a bummer to me however i'm trying to give some grace here because in episode three that alien character was just stand, standing there talking they weren't doing flips and fighting and doing stunts and all that they're just talking so it's a lot easier to have a character look correct in that scenario. But when you have the Grand Inquisitor who's literally using force powers and he's going to probably do flips and fighting and all this, it's like maybe the prosthetics just don't work. That's why Ahsoka, for instance, doesn't have as long of um, tails on her head. Uh, I forget the proper term. But they're like supposed to be like super long and thicker. But uh, uh, Rosario Dawson talked about how when they were doing all the makeup and everything, they had to determine that, no, they have to be smaller. They can't look quite right because for the stunt people, for me, they're too heavy. You can't move. So maybe that's what's going on here. It's just a little bit of a bummer. And I'm like, well, why couldn't you do some CGI then? You have yeah. massive yeah, budget. Yeah, that's the like, argument, why couldn't that, you do... that's the argument I... that I made. I mean, they had Thanos and the Hulk and stuff that looks real. And if these are supposed to have movie-sized budgets... Why can't they just do it in CG? I don't understand. I mean, I am excited because I didn't know one thing. Joel Edgerton's in this movie, and I love him. Oh, yeah. the show. Yeah. It's a show, right? It's a show. It's a limited series. I'm excited for this show for one reason and one reason only. Because they fucking went there. They did. I, I thought Tom, of you. Old I thought Kenobi. of you immediately <laughs> at this. Immediately, I was like, "Oh, that's exactly what Matt's been saying. He's uh, gonna be Tom watching Kenobi. Luke from afar. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> through binoculars, even <laughs> a peeping Tom Kenobi. They went there. That's what I'm excited about. Man, Ewan McGregor looks so old now. I don't know if I've got if I'm getting used to that yet. My hard drive looks pretty darn good. He looks older in here than he did in Doctor Sleep. Well, I mean, it's been... I wonder if they aged him up a little bit. Seven or eight years? They might have. I think this... Show up. He's got to be like, my hard drive is not the one you want to search. <laughs> He's got no inappropriate stuff on his hard drive. No. I've already seen some pretty good memes where like he's looking in the binoculars and it shows like a picture of somebody and then like lowering the binoculars. It, they're really funny. Sticks, I don't agree with that at all. What Disney, do you Plus is, Disney Plus is pulling in boatloads of money. They, not really though cuz you're only getting they you're only getting the subscription like yeah it's it's constant revenue and they exceeded their uh projections by like 200%. Yeah, but it's not it's not consistent revenue to a specific project. You're you're paying for that streaming service overall so no matter what you're not specific it's not like going to the movies where that revenue is specifically going to like this this movie or 
Well, here's like the thing, like, though. That they've come out and said, Kevin Feige said this specifically about Marvel, is that the reason he is excited about these TV shows is because they're going to have movie-sized budgets. That's why we got huge Lokis. That's why we got WandaVision, Falcon the Winter Soldier. Those, but you know where all the money is huge. made on those shows? The money huh. isn't made on Disney Plus and those shows. It's made on the product placement. It's made on merch. the to- yeah, exactly merch. The TV, the the Star Wars is no Star Wars the, is not. Um, so the, these kind of, like these shows are gonna be the same way. Bad Batch, um, The Mandalorian. That's where a lot of their money made is is merch. People going crazy over the first appearance of Gro- the Grogu dolls going crazy yeah. over Mandalorian appearances on comic book covers going crazy over Mandalorian, you know, anything. That's it's- why, that's why they keep making cars. They're making a cars TV show. That's why yeah. they keep making power Rangers is because those, those properties are not making their money when it comes to movies and TV shows. They're making their money off of, off of merch and no franchise has created more, uh, more of a, uh, what's the word? It has been more financially um, explosive than Star Wars. Yeah, no, I understand, but I'm just saying. I think I don't disagree with with Stick Boy at all. I think Stick Boy has a good point that there's not an influx of revenue like there would be for these in a theatrical release, but their revenue sources are coming from other places. Their merch sales and their merch is supplementing the the success or the budget for these shows. Yes. I wonder I wonder if that's posted and what their budget is, Kenobi. Uh, so currently I don't think and I might be wrong about this. I don't think that the Obi-Wan Kenobi lightsaber is really like for sale at Disney. Tell you what, this show comes out, Disneyland's going to have Obi-Wan Kenobi's lightsaber for sale and it's going to be selling like hotcakes. Each one of these episodes, each one. So individual episode was 25 million. That was their budget for all so each so six episodes. Each episode, so twenty five times six. I don't know. Are you sure about that? That sounds a little high for each episode. Each episode. Where are you getting that? Is this from? We got this covered. No. Sounds like <laughs> it. it. Sounds like it's from uh, Lance's brickovenpizza.com. <laughs> Mandalorian had fifteen million per episode. I wouldn't be surprised if a large chunk of that extra budget is just because of Ian McGregor. Game of Thrones had 15 million per episode in its final season. 15 million. Mandalorian, 15 million. Obi Wan Kenobi yeah. is 25 million. Well, that's a good. Sticks makes another good point. If you're if you're a Star Wars fan, you're already signed up for Disney Plus, so we have to see what subscribers sign up is for Kenobi. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, he's right. Well, it's speculation. In this article, it says that someone I've heard the budget for each of the eight episodes was to average around twenty-five million apiece. That's huge. That's bigger than a movie stop. Well, it's six hours. You got to think. So it's six hours. So that's essentially what two and a half movies. But how many episodes is Kenobi? Is it six or is it eight? I thought, I thought it was, it was six. six. Because this article is saying eight. Now, this article is from February 7th, 2020. So they could have been going off of that it was eight. Then now it's six. I don't know. And I just looked at IMDb today and it said six, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's 
Six. The fact of the matter is it's been reported multiple times that these Disney Plus yeah, it's shows. Yeah, six episodes. These Disney Plus shows and Marvel shows are going to get movie-sized budgets. So if they have movie-sized budgets, they can rely on CGI. They, well, yeah, because you've got for it. movies like Avengers Endgame out there making shit tons of money. Like, their theatrical drive, you know, drives a lot, but a lot of their sales come in merch, especially at Disney. Like, Star Wars Land at, at Disney, like, how much of that is going to go into to supplement this stuff? You know, it's... Well, just, in Grogu, I mean, how much merchandise has Grogu alone made uh, you know you go into target and they have that whole disney section there half of it is grogu stuff yeah like grogu has been a huge money maker for disney uh more so than the title character mandalorian i mean grogu is the money maker there um i don't know they're saying their entire budget and I'm not sure if this is correct, but this is what I'm reading right here. Their entire budget was $296 million for the whole show. That's, That's substantial. Pretty, yeah, it's a lot of money for a TV show. I would argue, and I'm not reading this, but this is just me. My opinion is probably the most expensive TV show ever made. Well, with Star Wars, you've got to, there's a lot of special effects that go into it. Like, you... You have a lot of green screen, a lot of blue screen. But $10 million more than even Mandalorian per episode? Well, there's Mandalorian more. Mandalorian was 15 and this is 25 I think there's more you have to do in one Kenobi versus Mandalorian. Well, they shoot pretty much all of this stuff in like a studio. I'm pretty sure like most of the environments are CGI. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Obviously, Disney thinks that there is enough influx of cash coming from Disney Plus because there's been several movies over the last couple of years that they've just skipped the theatrical release. I mean, just today we had Turning Red that was supposed to come out in theaters and they decided, nope, it's going to come Disney Plus. And that's a Pixar movie. Pixar movies, it doesn't matter what it is. It makes money. You yeah, but you got to wonder how much... Yeah, you, you got to wonder how much... like focus groups go into this i bet you they show this movie to focus groups and if they don't do as well in focus groups as they think they're gonna go it's easier to put them on disney plus than and not take such a a financial loss because putting at disney plus it's not a big deal you know people no, are gonna would, already but, subscribe but if, for it if if you got sticks you, you're more common. likely to get people but the disney plus you're more likely to get people to pay you know 10 10 bucks for the whole family to watch a movie Versus ten bucks a person for a family watch the movie that isn't going to end up being very good. Well, I see. No, it's it's Pixar. There hasn't been a Pixar movie that has failed in the box office. I mean, and they just did. What was the last animated one that came out for Disney? Not Raya. There was something after that. Luca. Encanto. Luca was Disney Plus only. I'm pretty sure. And Encanto was only in the theaters for like three or four weeks. Oh, was it that short of a run? Yeah, it was a really short run. But Encanto blew up once it hit Disney Plus. It, it was did, more successful just, on Disney Plus than it was in the theaters. I'm just saying, I don't think, well, yeah, because you can take your family of 12, you should know this, 
You can take your family of 12 and watch Encanto <laughs> and Disney Plus for one price versus going yeah. to the theater and having to pay $15 per person. You know, I just think that if you do think about Black Widow that had day I mean, and Jesus. date relate, release, right? So it was released on Disney Plus and in the theaters. Why not do that? Why completely ignore a potential secondary influx of cash by putting it in the theaters and Disney Plus? Because people saw it both ways. What, so, well, like, it didn't completely remove it from theatrical release. Let's put it this way. You've got five kids, right? Five kids, and you and your wife make seven, all right? You go to a Disney movie in theaters. You're paying, let's say you're paying about $13 a ticket, right? That's nine, that's almost $100 for your entire family to go see that movie. That's not including popcorns for each kid or drinks for each kid. That's just the ticket price alone. I don't think it really costs, I don't think it ever costs me that much to take them all. And it might be because I'm part of like, you know, we go to Fat Cats and it's like seven fifty or eight bucks or whatever. Yeah, but I'm just person. saying. Like, but we have like all those extra freebies where it doesn't really cost that much. I mean, that's the same as me taking them all out to dinner, which we do often. I'm I'm just saying the normal ticket price now is thirteen dollars for a ticket. At, that's not a matinee show. So I'm just saying, like, I'm gonna pay. You know, unless it's a movie I really want to see. If if I have the as a as a new father as Logan gets older with just me her and Aaron as if as I go you know she gets older if I have the option to watch the movie on Disney Plus the same day it was released I'm watching on Disney Plus for ten bucks versus paying thirteen dollars a person to go watch in theaters. But that, but that the thing is is that they were doing that premium thing with Disney Plus and they're not even doing that with Turning Red. They stopped doing that after that t- something tells me Turning Red isn't. No, where did turning turning red just came out of nowhere too? Like it's not. It wasn't. No, like I've known about it for a, a while, movie. but I also wa- it was talked about in the Disney Plus day or whatever. They've talked about it for a while now. I think well, it, may, it might like, be I that really I have kids it. of that age that Probably. it was on my radar. This movie, but I don't know. I mean, my daughter told me about it eight months ago. She was excited mm-hmm. to see it. They're really pissed at me right now too because I say, "Hey, we're gonna watch this. We're gonna watch this as a family. You guys can't watch it until we watch it all together." And they're all pissed at me. (laughs) So yeah, if Disney Plus spent three hundred million dollars on Obi One movie instead, it could eventually bring in a billion dollar revenue. Exactly. Like Jeff, if Jeff Bezos wants to blow his billions on Lord of the Rings TV show and a flying penis shaped rockets into space, that's cool by me. So let me use oh, yeah. this just comment against them. If that's the case, then why do a TV show? They do a TV show because Disney Plus is a huge money maker for them, and they need to continue to put out quality content. Dude, I don't think it is though. Stop because... slandering, Ish Lance. I don't no, stop just... it. I'm not. See, this is where I think you're wrong. This is where I think you're wrong. You're you're wrong, Lance. If Disney Plus was so profitable the way it is, why are they talking about bringing in a lower priced commercial tier option? Because it's For not lower as profitable income families. It, it no, not just that, because the commercials bring in profit too. Because they're going to get money from these companies to run their ads on Disney Plus, just like Hulu. That's why Disney Plus doesn't offer the Hulu Prime option. When you get that bundle, it's because they get a kickback. They do now. From Hulu. They do now. 
Uh, but still, they do that's why they're offering that that Disney Plus bond, lower tier one. It's because yeah, you're paying a little bit less for Disney Plus, but you're also having to watch those ads, and you're more likely to be like, oh man, I really want a Dr Pepper after seeing that Dr Pepper ad, you know. Just I, like our sponsor know. for this week, which is I'm just kidding. No, I I think that these streaming services are the the way of the future, dude. There's a reason why every yeah they're now, the way they are the way of the future, but it's and it's Netflix TV is a la carte, billion dollar company, and all they do is subscription. But well, let's go back to what your mom was just saying. Netflix is close to topping on uh, to tapping on North America and Europe subscribers now, so they're bare boning their English content because there isn't money in it for them now. So they're switching more to Asian focused content. Like one of the biggest things on Netflix last year was Squid Games. But they've been doing that for a couple years now where they go in the international market and they're bringing in, they're buying everything. You have to have money to do that. These things cost a lot of money. They're buying the rights. <laughs> I mean, it's no different than what let what Hulu did. What Hulu did with what Hulu did with Letterkenny, right? They bought the rights to something that was doing well in whatever country it came from, and then they brought it here. That's what Netflix is doing. Netflix is going around and just and it's not just Asian content. They're buying Australian. They're buying German. They're you go on the top or like the newly released four or five of them are English things and the rest are foreign language. And it's not just Asia. It's everywhere. Netflix is pulling in money hand over fist. He says, Lance, my point is if they're not adding a new significant number of subscribers, we're not going to get these high budget shows, but they are anymore, but they are, they exceeded, they exceeded their subscriber base. Their, their end of the year was like 200% over what they were planning it to be. And think about what came out last year. Four Marvel shows. Boba Fett started last year. Um, what else came out on that? They had Black Widow come out. They had Mulan come out. Wasn't that all last year? Or was Black Widow the year prior? No, no Black Widow was last year. They made hand over fist. And they're only charging no, you. Pib Extra, your mom. Pib Extra. I'll give it to you. I believe that Pib Extra is way better than Dr. Pepper. And I'll fight anybody on that. I think that they buy Dr. Pepper and they pour it in a i can't tell the difference <laughs> you can't if you can't tell the difference between mr pib extra or pib extra and dr pepper then there's you're not i don't know you need to get your taste buds checked yeah i i don't remember the last time i've had pib, pib extra where do you <laughs> dr thunder i didn't dr. even know thunder. pib extra existed what is that now mr oh pib. dude it's oh i know mr like, pib but pib extra it's yeah, like dr it pepper like but writing. it's like a little bit like more syrupy it's so good yeah, I've, I've only ever had Mr. Pib. I like Mr. Pib, but I like Dr. Pepper too. I mean, they're a little different, but I don't think they're as different as like Coke and Pepsi are. Pepsi's no. nasty. Pepsi's my preferred, but Pepsi is nasty. It tastes like cleaning products. Mm, I love cleaning my mouth with Pepsi. <laughs> I know every fountain within 50 miles of my house where you can get it. I've actually <laughs> looked into, no lie, installing an underground or an under cabinet photo or uh soda fountain in my kitchen just to buy pib extra you can't buy pib extra like in a the, no. the, i wasn't that one the one they sold in like three liter bottles uh, you can the sure. big bottle i know or, like no, that was shasta you buy most of the places bottles. i find them around <laughs> here are like filiberto's um that's usually where i find places that have pib extra 
Um, there's a Hawaiian bar, Ono Hawaiian barbecue over by me that has one. I can't eat there. You can't eat Ono Hawaiian barbecue? Every time I've eaten there. So good. I've had it maybe four or five times in my life, and I've gotten food poisoning every single time. I think you're just ordering the wrong thing, man. I always get that. Hold on. What about brick oven Hawaiian Hawaiian food? (laughs) What's that blooming thing that they have? It's like meat. It's like katsu or something like that. What's that thing? It's their main thing that they sell. You get a number 44, man. It's a a katsu and barbecue chicken combo. That's what I got. The katsu is what I got every single time. Like, I always got food poisoning. So I stopped going there when I was like 16. Oh, I know. King. I yeah, I've looked at kegerators, but yeah, you can't get it in cans. Like you gotta. I've looked at like buying it on Amazon and getting it. Just we used to have extra? it in cans in Michigan. Yeah, we used to get it in cans in Michigan and buy the twelve pack. And like, I've thought about having my buddy from Michigan send me some, and it's all it's all good. Pib is so good. Now I want a Mister Pib. <laughs> do they have like diet mr pib i've only ever had normal mm, i'm not sure i've only ever had normal why does it say pib was actually this is i don't know what site this is pib was actually discontinued in 2001 it's yeah well because it's pib extra now look up pib extra oh so so they just don't have pib they only have pib right. extra they mm-hmm. have it here on amazon pib extra fridge pack soda yeah how much is it Probably cheaper than what it would be to have your friends ship you it. Hey, they have zero. 21 bucks. Yeah, Pay 21 bucks. That's expensive, dude. Yeah, but how much would it cost <laughs> for, for a, your friend to for ship a it to $5 you? $5 12 pack? Like, how much would it cost to have your friend ship it? That's not, heavy. I don't know about 21 bucks. I don't know, man. I think I think you price it out, dude. I think it's going to cost a lot to ship it. I like this comment. How many times do you have to get food poisoning in a place before you quit going there? I always thought, like, my friends would... It was probably maybe, like, three or four times, but my friends were all like, oh, let's go here. I'm like, you know, it was probably just a fluke. <laughs> and then I stopped eating it when I was 16. I'm Dude, I, back. I went... So it takes a while for me to, like, be willing to go back to a place that makes me sick. Granted, I don't get sick from food very often, but I went to... I was on a road trip with a very pretty girl, and I was single at the time. And we stopped right as we were leaving Utah to Arizona, 12-hour drive at Del Taco. Within about an hour, I had that the shit <laughs> bad. What'd you I eat? I was not Del Taco. I had like, I don't know, just a normal meal at Del Taco. And I, I took you to Del Taco my... the other day. I, I know. I'm, I'm saying it took me a long time to be willing. This was like 11 years ago, dude. Oh, yeah. And it took me like five or six years after that for me to be willing to try Del Taco again. Because I had this beautiful girl in the car with me. I was interested in her. I was single. And I had to go poop so bad within like 30 minutes of eating Del Taco. I'm like, can we pull over? And then I was in the bathroom for like 30 minutes. An eight, so by 10 of, an eight by 10 of Lance is not a beautiful girl. All right. <laughs> no, man, it was uh, it was an embarrassing experience. Well, I'm the same way with Jack in the Box. I got really, really sick from Jack in the Box one time for food poisoning. Now, if I ever go to Jack in the Box, the only thing I will eat from there is tiny tacos. The tacos are the only thing I will touch from Jack. That's funny. It feels like the thing that would make you like have the yeah, runs that's, the worst. That's all I can eat from Jack in the Box because everything else, um, like their burgers and stuff, I, I think I could probably have like one of their bowls or something, but who goes to Jack in the Box to get one of their protein bowls? I go to Jack in the Box and I get two things. Tacos. Well, sorry, three things. Tacos, tiny tacos, or egg rolls. 
that's it. I like Jack in the Box. I always go and see what their like uh, their deal is because they always have a cheap meal, and that's I usually get that and like two to four tacos. Yeah, their their deal today is pretty good, but I I had already eaten. My, my wife hadn't had dinner as we were driving home, and she's like, "Can we just stop at Taco Bell and get like four tacos?" And I saw their their deal. It was like a sourdough bacon built double cheeseburger with like grilled onions, like totally my jam. Taco it's like Bell my had kind that? of burger. No, no, sorry, Jack in the Box. <laughs> Jack in the Box. And I didn't get anything because I had eaten at like three o'clock with Lance, but I was tempted because that's usually what I'll go for is like their cheap five dollar meal. Who the fuck are you yeah. looking at, Lance? The Suns game. Who are you looking? Who are you talking to? I I keep checking the score of the Suns game. We're down by uh, six points right now. <laughs> Pib zero to- Walmart seven fifty eight, but not in stock. Yeah, um, don't sell it here. Uh, yeah, Burger King's gross. I don't. I was it is. There's their burgers ish. are always soggy. Like Dude, I don't like bottom bun is always soggy. Yeah, I, got food I can't either anymore. Burger King once. I've never gotten food poisoning, but I, I went when I first moved back to Arizona two years ago, I went and got a burger at Burger King. I brought it home and it was so raw that I had to nuke it in the microwave. And then I still was just like, forget it. I don't want to eat it. I had like two bites and threw it away because it was literally a rare burger. And I'm not interested in eating rare ground beef. It was disgusting. And a burger that looks like it. it was run over by a, by a car. Yeah, the dude, only thing gross. I'll get it's from bad. Yeah. It's bad. The only thing I'll get from Burger King is the classic chicken sandwich, the original chicken sandwich, or the Beyond. It looks like minced Whopper. meat. Their chicken yeah. looks like it's Beyond been Whopper. Like a... Yeah. Beyond burgers. I like many... Beyond Whopper or the Impossible Whopper, whatever you want to call it. But I've never had normal Whopper, dude. Burger. The like bottom bun is just soaking wet by the time you're done with it. Because they drench it in mayonnaise. There's no more there's no more Burger Kings in Scottsdale that are all closed. Wow. Damn Interesting. It. Burger Kings in Scottsdale? Yeah. Sticks has always asked for fresh buns. Um my good kids advice. really like their chicken nuggets. They had the spicy nuggets. Those were pretty good. Nah, dude, if I'm going to go anywhere for a burger, it, it's it's Wendy's. Like for me, Wendy's burgers are top. I go to McDonald's for the yeah. I go to McDonald's for for chicken nuggets and fries. Freddy's, Freddy's, and an out five guys. I go to Freddy's for their. I'm going to Freddy's. It's strictly for their um, chili cheese fries. See, I didn't used to like Freddy's as much until I realized that you could customize your burger for free. I used to just go and get like their double burger, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine. But now I show up, and I don't even customize it that much. I just love grilled onions on my burgers. So I show up and I say, hey, I want your double cheeseburger with bacon and give me whole grilled onions on there. And then I put some Freddy sauce on it. And... I go. To Are we going to call out that Ish finally said something wrong on this podcast? What did he do? What? That all Burger Kings are closed in Scottsdale? That's not true. Even his own wife is telling him that's not true. <laughs> I was going to say, we drove past one today when we were in Scottsdale, Max. <laughs> on Thomas Road. Culver's is good. Culver's, I like Culver's. Culver's is overpriced though, dude. And they're, they're expensive, um, dude, but they're so freaking good. Their fries suck though. Nah, I get, you get the cheese curds, man. What? If, what their else cheese curds are good. For? Their cheese curds are good. But like, I go to Culver's and I, I like for one person, I'm spending twenty bucks. No, thank yeah. you. It's fast food. As I go to twenty five bucks, guys. I want to go to like Five Guys is overrated. In my oh, opinion. Five Guys is awesome. Also, dude, I think In and Out is bucks. overrated. I love In and Out. 
think in and out. Dude, I think Whataburger makes it. But I gotta be, I gotta be real selective about my burger places, right? Because like most of them don't do like. For instance, I went to Wendy's. Like I can't have the bun, and I wanted a lettuce wrap. They don't do that. They put it in like a bowl, like not even cut up meat. Like it was like, it was just all that stuff in a bowl. Like so, I gotta be selective, and the only place I can go is Carl's Jr. In and Out. Culver's. Carl's Jr. does pretty good. They do pretty I, good with lettuce. If wrap. I ask for it protein style, I always get it lettuce wrapped at Wendy's. Yeah, they put mine in a bowl. This was yeah, like two years ago. Yeah, I haven't done it in a while. That's when I did Atkins. Every time I went to Wendy's, they just gave me like two pieces <sighs> of meat on a piece of lettuce. I'm like, what the frick? In and Out is overrated. In and Out is probably the most um, pure burger that you can get. No. Yeah, they don't Five have it is the most pure burger you can No, get. Five Guys puts a bunch of shit in their meat too. In and out, in and out, the potatoes haven't been starched or anything like that. The meat is 100%. <laughs> so here's the problem like with places that matches lifestyles like in and out. So here's the problem with that statement though. Lance is very good at going in. He's not good at getting out. That's why he has so many kids. <laughs> what a burger has oddly satisfying blandness to it. Blandness. Yeah, like Waterburger is one of those places that people I can't eat there, but is one of those places that people go nuts over. And I remember having it maybe a decade ago, and I was like, "This tastes like, you know, <laughs> protein style too kinky too for kinky me." Your mom says. <laughs> so what? Now, Waterburger is good. I don't think it's like the rave, like Texans. Like I have a friend who's from Texas. He's like, "It's the best." Like it's good. I like Waterburger, it but feels it's like not. the same as like McDonald's to me. Like it's. Just I think like it's. I think food. it's a little better, but it's yeah, it's it's a fast food burger. It's a little better in than and McDonald's. Out, in and out, they don't put friggin' additives in their meat. They don't friggin' like I that's stuff that matters to me. Culver's is is very like pure stuff. They don't put a bunch of additives in their stuff either. But Wendy's and all those places, like Well boys, I think we smell our next ranking. Our next <laughs> tier list is the best fast food places. I think that's where we're going with this. Because... Well, with it that's gonna be dude, you thought Batman was a fight? Max and I do not agree on on food places. That makes for good content. Max's favorite Mexican food, and he's not here to defend himself, so I feel kind of bad. But oh uh, yeah, the spicy he, ketchup. He always goes on and on about Serranos, and I'm like, dude, that's not good. Almost offensively bland. <laughs> uh, but all right, well, G- you guys got anything else you want to talk about this week? Since we're just talking about fast food now. <laughs> Uh no I've I've got nothing we're going to see the Batman again tonight you want to join us yeah I'll get right on that we're going to the Dolby on Stapley in the sixty no I'm not going to drive that far you must be out of your mind <laughs> I'm driving out that way tomorrow I'm not coming out there tonight are you going out there tomorrow for what I'm going out your way tomorrow oh yeah that's right Duh. we're hanging <laughs> out for what <laughs> we're going to Rodicio's tomorrow celebrate my birthday Ish wants Max to talk about the books he wrote. What book did Max write? Oh, he was working on a book. I don't know if you call it he wrote a book. It's not. Book. I don't think it's finished. He said he finished. I think he finished. said he finished one of them, didn't he? Maybe. He's been writing a book since I've known him. I don't know. He's not here. We're about to close up the show <laughs> and he leaves. I thought Lance didn't see movies he likes more than once. <laughs> That's not what I said. You're already backtracking. That's exactly what you said last week. No, I the said Batman is heavy. Batman is heavy. Batman is heavy, but I don't know if I can watch it again. But I'm going tonight because Max convinced me. 
He said the other night he was already thinking about writing the sequels. That would imply he wrote a book. Oh, he finished it. I didn't know that. I think you and Ish just need to have a hug, man. You guys just need to hug it out. You need to just have a little hug and a little finger in the butthole and just work it out. Hey, I didn't go on here and say Star Trek sucks. That was Max. (laughs) To the point where Ish had to stop what he was doing. (laughs) Come on the show. Yeah, that was Max, did you finish did you finish your book? No. I didn't think so. Well, I thought you said a couple episodes that you finished one and you already had ideas for sequels. Yeah, uh, yeah, I did. I finished my first book when I was 18. I just haven't finished like the uh I hand wrote the whole thing. I haven't finished typing it up. And I've written half of the second book and I have an outline for all five. So wait, the second book is that the one you've been writing since we've been friends? Uh, yes. Yes, because but, I knew that you've been writing a book, like because you've been telling me about me about but it. But I, since... I also have been rewriting the first book because I, again, I hand wrote the whole thing, so I've been trying to type the whole thing up, and then yeah. I realized that like there's a few things I realized, like I didn't really have any female characters in the book when I wrote it when I was 15, so I was trying to add some more like depth and diversity into the into the story. So it's not done, really. Like you uh, the first to... one's kind of done. I've kind of added all of that already. I just need mm-hmm. to finish it. Why haven't I, I just? Read, it's not why done. Haven't I read it's, said book? Because it's not done. I've I've done about half of it. It's done. And now I said, why haven't I read it? It's I, not I don't done. Think, yeah, I think <laughs> I we need to go to Google or the Encyclopedia Britannica and, and review our the definition of what done is. Yeah, it's not done. <laughs> I just mean it's handwritten. Like the book is done. It's just but the handwritten the version product. you just said you had to fix it. So it's it's not, says, yeah. what a neat coincidence because I only read handwritten novels, <laughs> manuscripts. <laughs> <laughs> fucking son's lost you fucking asshole you hand wrote a book my hand cramps just thinking about that dude it was a lot and i'm left-handed so like like oh my gosh so much ink smear when i wrote that thing dude um my hand cramps when i have to write like on a post-it note <laughs> like i hate writing okay so ish ish said he wanted to hear more about my book have I given the premise already? Have I told the premise? I don't even book? know what it is, dude. And you've told me a hundred times and I don't remember. It's a fantasy novel. Oh, I figured um, that. <laughs> and I wrote it. All you- I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. dude. That was supposed to be the... You were supposed to let I'm, it I'm go. Gonna, I'm not going to do that. That would have been You funny. did it to me last week. I know. <laughs> so, Max, tell us about your book. He's going to end the show on me if I start no, saying not. anymore. Well, feel free to end the show. I'm good. Now tell us uh, about your book, dude. <laughs> uh, my book, it's, 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 a, it's a fantasy novel. It's, oh, my God. <laughs> you failed. I Go wanted ahead. to get you a little deeper into it. <laughs> Go ahead. No. I'm going to literally let you tell no, you. Yeah, Go for it. Go yeah, for I am. it. I am, I'm yeah. not, my hand's off. I don't even know how to give a summary anymore. <laughs> Basically, Liamund is the main character. You're about to hit that button. I know it. I know. Uh, he he's a very skilled fighter, but at the beginning of the book, he gets attacked by the villains, loses his memory, gets captured, and the first like book is about him kind of making his way back um, to his original city. Um, there's a lot more to the story. Like there's this there's this um, group of people called the Ternarians that are basically trying to dominate the world uh, and bring back magic, which most of the world doesn't believe even exists. Uh, and so, yeah, it's just, it's just kind of, it's this cool fantasy story with 
monsters and creatures and um, a fun quest and lots of wars and strategy. It's it's a cool it's a cool story, but it's been so long since I've really like written any more of it that even I have a hard time saying what the story is. And um, nice, it's fun. I, I it was really fun to write. I think it's a pretty decent story. But as I read it, like the Wheel of Time, I think to myself, "Holy crap, this story is so much more expansive." than what i wrote and i don't think that necessarily means mine's bad i think it just means that i don't i'm not going for this 14 book scope that robert jordan was going for i'm more okay with like have you given it to scope. anybody have you given it to anybody like in you know no. the publishing no because like i said i don't i don't have a digital version of it to like distribute i've yeah i've had my brother read the first few chapters he liked what he read he enjoyed it um, you need somebody you need somebody like you read it to somebody and some like have your wife type it as you're reading it to her get that thing knocked out and get it to into some people's hands and see if there's something see if there's marketable there. there dude i really should i really should spend some time finishing it up but like i said i've rewritten about half of it and I just yeah i'm your best friend time. i've never read any of it i know so yeah. I think some of it's on my drive. Maybe I can share. I can share the Google Doc with you. Read only. Hey, I don't want you screwing with it. I'm not gonna fuck with it. I know you're not. <laughs> Lance, are you watching anything new? Um, I finished Pam and Tom. You're an asshole. All you freaks and geeks. That's right. We can just talk right over Come this. Come all you freaks and geeks. Go buy stuff from Manscaped. Listen to Absolute, Absolute Geek. Geek. Absolute Geek. We'll go ahead and spread, spread our, our cheeks. Spread the cheeks. And drink some Cosby wine. We'll drink some Cosby wine. It makes me feel real fine. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs> On the absolute...